Hey there, God Center. I hope you're doing great. In our previous episode, we talked on the reason essentially why we've got to renew our mindset. Remember? Yes, so that we can actually live well for God and live victorious lives. Praise God. Now, but really, we are to live victorious lives, come see. The question comes in, victorious over what? Well, victorious over many things. And we'll check it out in this episode. Stay tuned. Nice to have you on the line, God's answer. Thanks so much for stopping by. Let's take a prayer. Father, we thank you for your word that comes today. Thank you for understanding and illumination. We ask that your word empowers and enlightens us for this new day and for this new message that we are about to listen to. Thank you for clarity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God tenter, thanks so much for stopping by. Alright, so we're going to look carefully at 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, where we have an amazing topic to talk on today about victory. Victory, victory, you are victorious, right? 1 John 5, verse 4 in the Amplified Version. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. I want you to put yourself in this context. If you are spirit-filled, born again, saved, you receive Christ into your life, you are now a child of God, I want you to put your name here. So I'll put mine here. For come see, for come see, born of God is victorious and he overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Praise God. Praise God. This is amazing and it's something to rejoice about. I want you just to take out just a quick moment and celebrate on this because we have received victory over every situation, over every problem, over every circumstance, over the world, over the world. And now mind you that the world referred to in this scripture is not referring to the cosmos. That's Greek for the physical world around us. But it refers to the aeon. A-I-O-N. Aeon. And that is Greek for the culture of living. It refers to the era or age. And in this case, the era or age that people tend to live antagonistic to God's culture. So... It refers to the era or age where self-centeredness is prized more than God-centeredness and is popularly accepted and is practiced as a norm. Take note. So here, the world doesn't refer to the physical world being that we have received victory and um, we have overcome the world. Anyone who is born of God and is victorious and overcomes the world. In this case, the world is referring to Aeon. Take note, all right? Now, that is what you, God Center, are defined by God's word, or should I say, God's thoughts to be victorious over. But you may be like, I don't get it. Come see, where is this going to? And how does this concern me? Well, God Center, it has everything to concern you. The fact that you live in a broken, fallen world, a world, in brackets, cosmos, that has been contaminated with the world, in brackets, a yawn of darkness from the enemy. 
If you are to even make progress in life's activities ordinarily, you can't because there are so much opposing forces trying hard to resist you from making progress in God's purpose. It's the truth. And so you need to war against, and yes, that's scriptural. You need to war against these forces. Check out Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 to know who you're really fighting against. Let's check it out together. Ephesians 6 verse 12. Check it out, God's answer. See what it says. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Wow. So we actually are given an expose by Apostle Paul on who our enemies really are. Now, this actually will help you get a lot of things sorted out right. The correct understanding of this God's answer will help you live life better because instead of fighting against physical people, family members or friends who may seem to despise and hate you for no just cause, you actually now know who your real enemy is. The thing is, it's not them who are really fighting against you. You may say, Kamsi, that's ridiculous. But God's answer is the truth. They aren't your real enemies. The devil is. And he's using the services. He's riding on the services of different spirits, different wicked spirits in high places who leverage on people who don't guard their minds well to fight you without their knowledge. So stop fighting against your friends, God's answer. Stop fighting against your closed your close ones who may be um, attacking you. Because it's not actually them who are your real enemies. They are just puppets in the hands of the enemy. The real enemy is the devil. And so focus on winning the victory over him. You may say, well, see how can I overcome a person I can't even see? Isn't it useless? No, God's enter. It's not. You can, have, you can overcome the devil regardless of the fact you may not physically see him. The scriptures are manual for living in victory. Tells us clearly in Ephesians chapter 6, the same chapter, verse 13 to 16, if we read down, the kind of weapons we need to have to win an outstanding victory over the devil. And we'll go into each of these in a separate episode. But let's just read it through, alright, so that you know that we can actually overcome this person even though we may not see him physically. Verse 13, Therefore put on the complete armor of God, so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. Praise God. Verse 14. So stand firm and hold your ground, God's enter, having tightened the wide band of truth, in brackets, personal integrity, moral courage, around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart, 
and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Verse 16, above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Praise God. And let's just look at verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praise God. So this is a quick expose of our weapons of warfare. As Apostle Paul told us that we don't fight against um, flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And in, in another scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5, if you remember in our previous episode, we have weapons that are energized by God to the pulling down of strongholds. We have mighty weapons that have divinely energized, right? for the pulling down of strongholds and this is amazing this is actually awesome god center i really just want you to come to realize in this episode that you really do have an enemy some people may claim that the devil is not real that he's a figment of human imagination but i posit that if he even can be imagined as they claim then it means he exists let's not go too deep on that okay (laughs) let's not let's not dive deep on that fact but the fact is that you have an enemy god center that will do anything to get you down to the point of using your loved or close ones to get at you and that is if they carelessly allow themselves to be exploited by him so we are told by god that actually we can overcome the devil our enemy by his weapons by God's weapons and these weapons are found in Christ meaning that as you live in Christ and I'll explain what that means just in a bit you gain ascendancy above the devil you literally grow in power God center you literally grow in power level ah okay remember if you if you have played a video game or at least you should I, I mean I, I think we all know what a video game really is on um if you remember how a video game character can have nitro boost even if you have not played the game at least maybe let's just picture something let's just go back to the game analogy right so you have a video game character right and you 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 want to overcome a certain enemy or move on to a new level you need to boost up your nitro boost right you need to boost up your energy level you literally would need to increase your energy level to overcome that enemy in the game right okay that's actually awesome yeah so that's the same thing here living in christ means to live connected to him daily drawing grace from him to do his will living in christ means to live connected to him and as you do so you grow in energy level you literally gain nitro boost you literally win against the devil hands down this is this is awesome this is actually awesome so i can live victorious no matter what i face by living in christ daily it's actually amazing but there are more things we as god centers are called to live victorious over what are they 
let's hop into the next episode to find out.